And we're just doing audio today, so. Mm. This is just for the. Just for the fans. This is just for the fans. For yeah. This is for only fans. This is for fans only. For fans only. For fans only. Right. That's, that's probably the better way. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to get that mixed up. We don't want anybody to or suspect. Or scratch it off. I don't want to get flagged. Yeah. Today, also today at the potluck, this kid was flaming me for watching anime. Same kid? Young kid? Yeah, same kid. Dude, he was just mm. putting me, he was just posterizing me. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I, I really like anime. He's like, you like anime? Oh my gosh. That was me at 10 years old. I mean, that was me like, what, eight months ago? I c- <sighs> when did our bet start? Or our, our little deal? Our little deal that we haven't finished yet. Shoot, that was a long time ago. Yeah, we started that. Like at the start of summer ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a couple months. It's been a few. Yeah. We. Listen, I. Vikings is it's good, but it's just not. It just doesn't scratch the right itches, you know. It just doesn't. Just yeah, I mean, when you get when you get your kicks on animated stuff all the time, <laughs> you scratching your toe fungus with my sword. <laughs> That's, <not a> <laughs> That's the title of a video you shouldn't look up. <laughs> toe fungus scratching with a sword. Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs and Crocs. The character development in anime, and you see people changing, and so ooh, with that's a good old fashioned. That is it. It it is a good old fashioned. Sipping <laughs> on a couple old fashions right now. So my problem with Vikings. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear your Mike's red hot take on Frank's Vikings. red hot take. Oh yeah, who the hell's Mike? Mike and Ike's. I just. It just came out. I just can't do sayings. That's right. So, the characters, I don't want to call them completely static, but they don't change a whole lot. They just amplify what they already have, you know? Huh. Okay. For example, Ragnar. Yeah. From season one, you have this curious, driven passion-filled guy who wants to make a better life for him and his family and he does whatever necessary to do it boom and along the way he gets a bit crazy which is understandable given the circumstances that he's been through and he's going to continue to go through but you don't see ragnar change completely as a person until athelstan which is why i think athelstan is a really genius character in vikings because he brings out a more, I guess the way they would describe it in the show is is a more civilized person out of Ragnar's chaos. That is the Norse, that is the Norseman. Which why I think killing Athelstan off is like, I think it was a huge mistake. I I, I agree. I well, 
I don't know, because you, I, I think you and I see story development a little bit differently sometimes. Yes. Because I think that Ragnar's character is almost perfect because it speaks to every man. No Absolutely. matter what kind of man you are. Right. It's, I mean, you, you defined it perfectly. Like, that's, that's a man. Yeah. Curious, driven, desiring a better life for himself and his family, willing to do whatever it takes to get there. Right. But then on that journey, mm-hmm. you watch him slip like sometimes sometimes it's not about his family sometimes it's really just about him like he can be really selfish yeah or he can be really family driven Mm -hmm. or he can i mean you start to watch power like drive him mad you start to watch him you start to watch lust take him off course and right but like you also under the sir i mean you see these goodnesses in ragnar Mm -hmm. like when they first raided that one village and like the guys are just killing everyone and ragnar sees that kid Mm -hmm. hiding and he just like tells him to shush and like get down so you automatically you know that like compared to the rest of the northmen yes ragnar has has this kind of different humanity and then athelstan gives like a place for that right because that humanity is hidden in ragnar yes and so athelstan gives him a place to put it so i feel to me that's very that's a very complex person yes he 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 is a really good character but one thing i appreciate about anime is the ability for characters in anime to get over their own flaws to overcome their challenges and issues and i don't see ragnar like I just feel whenever you describe things in anime, like you'll like describe story elements in anime right. that are, in my mind, are in all stories. But right. I'm curious, like, because you've said this kind of thing a lot. Yes. You'll be like, in anime specifically, right. this happens. But like, I see that happening in a lot of things. But like, where, what, at what point mm-hmm. in your anime journey did you specifically make the decision? You were seeing those things in anime, but you weren't seeing them in live action entertainment. When exactly did I make that decision? Like when did that start? When did you come to that conclusion? One thing I think what I truly appreciate about anime is it takes concepts that are really blown out of proportion mm-hmm. and things that can't happen in real life. But it tries to put real people in those scenarios. So any reaction that a person would have in that scenario is amplified by so much. For example... Avengers. It's not... I'm just saying. And then Tony Stark's got the PTSD in the next Iron Man movie. And you watch him just be this human being and hang out with that kid. I I get that. But (laughs) take a character... Take a character but like Levi Ackerman. Right. And naturally. This guy's reputation is he's humanity's strongest warrior, right? Mm. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I see something stewing in your I'm head. Just going along <laughs> for the ride. And when you see Levi in action, you understand why he has that reputation. But as you see Aaron, the character, get close to him you see all of the little like OCD complexes that he has and his obsession with being clean and all of these, which a person who's that skilled at killing giants would probably have some of these OCD qualities to himself because of how skilled he is in that work. 
Because he's used to being covered in steamy blood. Right. Exactly. So he likes everything to be clean. He doesn't want anything to be filthy. He wears gloves okay, all the, the time. Okay, the Incredible Hulk. Earth's strongest warrior. Right. You know, but then you watch him share his tacos because he's a he's a he's a sensitive he's a sensitive man but underneath. The thing is, that's not. And a you would be sensitive if you could pick up cars and toss them thirteen city blocks. The thing is, that's not a new quality <laughs> for Hulk. That's just that's just <laughs> Banner coming through in that. Exactly, and that's just Lee. You're just seeing Levi come through as you're as you get to know him. It just exists in there, you know. It just. I think you just don't like humans. I don't. I think you're an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're an alien. <laughs> I realized this today. You know that that awkward five minutes between worship and the sermon where the <laughs> pastor's like meet and greet? Oh, yeah. I hate that five oh, minutes. Yeah, it's it's the worst five minutes of my life. You got to pretend you have COVID for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hacking up a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... But know. if you're in the wrong church, you could get hands laid on you for that. So you got to be careful. <laughs> you could actually have the opposite effect. <laughs> hey, brother, I saw you were coughing. Why don't you just come to the front? And we'll make it wouldn't be hey, brother. It'd be like a late, an old lady shaking like this. You're like, actually, I have a Kia. It's a Kia Soul. I think what I appreciate about anime is that the characters don't lie as much. I don't know. Again, I'm not against. I'm. I'm not. I'm not how I was before. Right. Where I'm like all against. Like I still, you know, Attack on Titan is a good show. I. I There's understand other what you're saying. Like, for example, I mean, we were just talking about Star Wars, and in that we see Luke overcoming his obsession with revenge because mm-hmm. Darth Vader killed his father, and becoming like a balanced uh, Jedi. Right. Everyone loves that story because right. it's o- that's the story. Exactly. Right. Um, and I think that's why I, I give you crap for it a little bit. Right. It's because it's, it is. It's like saying that the reason why Star Wars is good is because it's about a young boy who doesn't quite have his identity established, but then he meets an old wizard who gives him a journey yes. that turns him into a powerful warrior right. that then goes on to save the world. Yes. And I just described the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Yes. And Harry Potter. Right. And, you know, and that's why those shows are good. Yes. You know, but if you say like, oh, Star Wars is good because it redefined cinema by be creating things on the screen that people had only dreamed of up until that point and right. it took those story elements and took us to a whole other universe and made us fall in love with intergalactic blah 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 blah. Yeah. And you're like, oh wow. <laughs> and but there's anyway. definitely those intric intricacies as well. But I I love how anime is just so over the top. It's just so ridiculous sometimes. You're like, come on guys, what are we doing here? And and it's for that and it's so that's like the thing. The reason that you love anime is the reason why I've always kind of shied away from it. Right. Because it's so over the top that it starts to leave the realm of relatability for me. Like but th- I, I want to some. I, I want to feel like I could somewhat. Yes, I see what exist you're Exist there. Like right. I watch Star Wars, and even though it's like in a galaxy far, far away, mm-hmm. I still feel like I could put myself in the right character's seat and. But because go for a ride. it's so like blown out of proportion. I can almost laugh at myself and not take myself so seriously hmm. because I can recognize those qualities in myself and I can see a character take that over the top to a point where it's funny and, and I can s- say to myself, 
oh, you're just taking this too seriously. Huh. I can laugh off little bits of my, I guess, person or... One thing I really appreciated about 86 when we were talking about depression is how is how they skillfully put a complex experience that is depression. And even now, like people have such a hard time describing exactly what it is mm-hmm. um, and putting it very practical and easy to understand. I, I really enjoy oh. how it, anime can take a c- complex um, concept or value and break it down into its smaller parts. So for example, the, the topic I brought today, I just finished Spy Family. It's about a dad who's a spy who needs to spy on a foreign asset. And the mission is to get his daughter, which he has to adopt. He has to basically create a family, enroll the family into this prestigious college so his daughter can get in cahoots with the foreign asset's son so that he can spy on the foreign asset. Wow. So it's super hilarious. It's a super cute concept. But one of the things from the second half of the season that I really appreciated is... Um, just from the opening is you see the characters all alone and like the color scheme is gray and black and there's not a whole lot of color. But when they come together, that's when the color is reestablished. Hmm. It kind of, for me, it, it reinforces this idea of family and the importance of family, not only in blood, but also in relationships and friendships. How relationships is what gives color to our world or meaning to our existence. Because we can only do things by ourselves for so long. And yes, like, for example, the, the spy, he's, he's completed so many missions. He's the best spy that, you know, the organization has. And he's done that by burying his emotions and not just doing what the mission requires. But Following he, the Jedi code, yeah. Right. But when he introduces himself into the family, you see a softer side to him. And you see how how he was some really strict with his with his daughter hey you need to study we need to be on a schedule you start to m- see him introduce grace into that relationship because he understands that she's a human just like him and so i enjoyed how it broke sometimes it's hard to describe why we like the things that we like or why things like family or close relationships are important but seeing it I can say, oh, that's why it's important. Because mm. it brings color back to my world. Wow, that was a, that was a quote. Yeah. That just like <laughs> plucked a little string in me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you wanna make out? <laughs> <laughs> it just brings color back to my world. And then they just hear more, 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 more. I feel like it should be raining and we're in the notebook or something like that. But I thought it was going to rain. Uh, it really looked like it was going to. I got like eight raindrops on me today and then. Raindrop. Drop top. Smoking or uh, cooking a hot box. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. And in the, in the sports anime that I watch, what I appreciate is the characters have to continually like break down themselves to build themselves back up to be successful in that manner. Mm. Because... I think, I know in my own life, I'm mostly a square peg in a lot of round holes. 
And a lot of times I have to adjust myself and orient myself back into a place where I can be effective. Is that really how you feel? Most of the time. I guess I didn't realize that about you. Yeah. Like in the time that I've known you, out, well, I mean, who am I to say? Or who am I to talk? Like I, I, what I was going to say is just like on the outside, like you, you seem to just like s- slide into whatever. Right. But then I was, but then I was like, I mean, most people for years probably didn't know I was depressed because you're just like killing it or people think you're killing it. You right. Know, you're laughing and you know, you're the life of the party or whatever. So they don't know Yeah. that like, you know, you dangle off the edge of vats of acid and wonder if you're going to jump in and become exactly right i was trying to ride that somewhere it didn't (laughs) didn't go i I don't know what i was doing with that but it's i also see i just finished another one that was uh it was a little bit more on the manipulative side so the main character is this mastermind so that really spoke to you no (laughs) (laughs) he's like yeah it just really brought color back into my world (laughs) as i watched this manipulator (laughs) but you could you could also see the other side of like close relationship where sometimes people view close relationships or like weakness in relationship as something to use and Mm. something to hold over people and how easily that can be used for manipulation yeah but at the same time like I would like to think people know when they're being manipulated, but sometimes it's a subtle progression to where you let one thing slip and then you let another thing slip and then you let another thing slip and all of a sudden you're not standing up for yourself and you're allowing... Well, that's how people end up in cults. Right. We were just talking about this the other day. We were talking about another guy. I Brianna had seen like a, a, like a segment. It was another guy who had like five wives and all of them he had married like now they were in like their 20s but he had married them at like 14 15 16 years old and one of them or one of the situations was he had married the daughter Mm -hmm. and then the mom of the daughter what the right and you're just like how in the world do you even get to that like i and i i not jokingly but i was just Every time I hear about stuff like that, I think about being in ministry Mm -hmm. and like when you're just like being a good person and like trying to tell people the truth, how hard it is to get people to like listen or care about what you're saying or like to be loyal sounds like such a stupid word, but just like to be on your team, I guess. Yeah. So then I'm like, how do these like old balding creepos? like get families to just like give up all and it's that it's just a little bit at a time right. you find a weak mind yeah you find where they're lacking something you give them a little bit of what they're lacking you right. slowly just catch them into this it's like oh i see a lack in you and i'm not gonna just supply you that i'm gonna i'm gonna weaponize that against you right to make it you know work for me yeah what the character did is he used a person who like in her past had been bullied a lot in school mm. and so he was in a situation where he was watching her get bullied and waited till the bullying ended to step in and save her. Ooh, that makes me feel so yucky. It it was That's so yuck. It is super yucky. But So she so he she's already broken down. Right. You know, instead of empowering her right at the beginning. So I'm gonna wait till you're broken down and then I'm gonna be your strength. Right. And it's like blah, the blah, blah, blah. the unhealthy cycle that Danny Silk talks about is the victim, the hero, and the bad guy. And as long as you can be the hero for that person, you can take them on this roller coaster of basically putting up with whatever with you. Yuck. Yeah. 
So I appreciate anime for the reasons stated in that list. But I was uh speaking of roller coaster. Naturally. Yeah. Here we go. Um I found this very uh entertaining. Mm-hmm. This happened yesterday. The Coast Guard arrested a man who was trying to run a giant floating hamster wheel across the Atlantic Ocean. So, <laughs> a couple <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's run them through. So, a, like a did the hamster wheel float on the water? Yes. And he was trying to run across the entire ocean. Correct. He's so stupid. I have a picture. This is this is Oh <laughs> my gosh. It is a giant uh his name is Reza Baluchi. Is he like a marathon runner? What was he He's doing? He's a fifty-one year old Iranian granted asylum in the US. What? And he is now facing federal charges after the Coast Guard needed five days to corral him in a vessel made of buoys and wire. What? That was self propelled self propelled by his running. Oh. But when you scroll down and read the article, this is how it starts. Yeah. A Florida man was arrested by the U.S. Coast Guard while attempting. <laughs> of course. Of freaking course he lives in Florida. I almost thought he was like Seattle or somewhere, you know, somewhere really weird. He was, what? No, the cherry. He was preparing the vessel for the approaching Hurricane Franklin. What? He told officers that he was headed across the Atlantic Ocean to London. What? 4,000 miles away. Yeah, there's no way he's making that trek. Unless he trained, like, unless he's secretly David Goggins, you know? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like, why? Like, is that really, like, uh, illegal? Like, is it illegal to just be? That cherry is amazing. Was that pretty damn good? Yeah. That was that thick syrup uh, mm. maraschino. Um, so... What they're saying he was doing wrong was he was he was conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. Yes. And when they approached him in a boat and instructed him to come aboard, he threatened to hurt them and himself with knives. Oh yeah. That's a immediate no no. So that's where you That's where you screwed up. So then they returned to their little boat and just monitored him for a while. Yep. He brandished the knives, he threatened to blow himself up while holding on to wires. Oh my yeah. I just so okay. Let's let's discuss. Is he a modern day Noah? He saw a hurricane coming and he built himself a hamster wheel. I feel like he was talking to the wrong god. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> he was talking to those crystals. You know, <laughs> he's one of the, those crystals people. Yeah, he was trying to. He was uh, he was manifesting over a piece of rose quartz, <laughs> and instead of build a boat, he heard. Build a hamster wheel. <laughs> Save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> Do you think he had one of those little bottles? One of those little f- b- bottles with fresh water with the little nipple that sticks out so he could just... As he's running, just... I don't know what he had in there. He probably had, like... He had, like, something in his pocket, you know? When the yeah. Coast Guard was like, what are you doing? He, like, grabs his pocket. He's like, I must get dangling. Yeah, he's one of these. He's one of these. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do <laughs> you it. can just see the outline of his fingers. Like, <laughs> okay. I just, yeah, 4,000 miles of hamster wheel. That's got a... So I'm, I'm confused. He was, he was an Iranian man. He was granted asylum in the U.S. Yeah. So was he already a criminal? When you're granted asylum, doesn't that mean like you, you were going to be arrested somewhere else? Or you were in trouble somewhere else, but you um, get to be here? It, it's mainly for like... Or refugees, or yeah, 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 refugees seeking asylum. So people that have been have had to flee their country. So we've seen it a lot with like Venezuela, Cuba. Um, he really, he really leaned into the stereotype. Unfortunately, he really did. He Iranian man given asylum, and then he's threatening to blow himself up while holding on to wires. I'm like, yeah. bro, that that was the whole. That doesn't help your case. If uh, I was on the boat, I would have been like, that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. You said you wouldn't do the blowing up in the wires. <laughs> exactly. Come on. That's why we gave you asylum, because we thought that you wouldn't be a threat domestically. What was his name? Something Bellucci. Reza. Come on, Reza. What are you doing, pal? It was Reza. Reza? Reza sounds like a, like an anime bad guy. No, no, it's Reza on the giant hamster wheel. <laughs> like Frieza? Oh, yeah. From Goku? There you go. Yeah. Oh, Reza used giant hamster wheel against me. <laughs> oh, I'll have to use Coast Guard. <laughs> Activating Coast Guard. Oh, he's brandishing knives. He's threatening to blow himself up. <laughs> we haven't prepared for this in simulation. We had a deal. Commander, <laughs> what's our next move? We must stay calm. Commander's right. Uh, this is just what I've trained for. I have to trust my crew. I have to <laughs> obey the chain of command. <laughs> I can't step out. Commander says we have to be calm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to be calm. I'm going to cut you. Oh, no. Oh, once they offered him food, he told them that the bomb wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're all bombs and knives and wires until food comes <laughs> until up. Until Burger King, and then suddenly. And then all of a sudden, our true colors start to form. So then they they got, once they realized the bomb wasn't real, they jumped onto his hamster wheel. Imagine if you were the guy. They jumped onto the hamster wheel, they arrested him, and he was brought ashore to Miami and charged before being released on a $250,000 bond. He's just going to build another hamster wheel. What are we doing here? Imagine if you were the guy that had to jump onto the hamster wheel to arrest somebody. Like, I feel like at that point, you, nobody can top your stories in bars. Yeah, no. Nobody has a cooler story than you. I had to hop on a hamster wheel of an Iranian who threatened to knife me. And himself and blow. Right, you're three drinks in. Yeah. You stumble over to a table. You hear some idiot talking about how he chased two guys down, five right. city blocks, jumped over a fence, tackled one of them while tasing the other one simultaneously. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> so, oh, oh, you run real fast? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Scoot over, Chubbs a lot. Let me tell you something. Chubbs a lot. I'm working Coast Guard 20, 20, what is it? Really? 18 years. 18. 18 years. 18 years. 18. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be 20. 18 (laughs) years uh, I've been guarding the... I'm in the Coast Guard. And we... I had a guy, big hamster. (laughs) Big old hamster. He was a big hamster? He he had his own wheel. You know the wheel? You know they run on the wheel? Built his own wheel. No shot. I freaking... 
dove, dove from a boat onto a moving hamster wheel. Dang. Debombed this Iranian. Pretty what was his cool. name? Baruchi Baluch? <laughs> Baluchi Riza Reza? Risey. Right? Was it Risey? Risey Belushi. It was Frieza. Frieza, that's right, like the anime. And I freaking <laughs> diffused his bomb, brought him back to the boat. I still have the hamster wheel in my truck. Wow. You're a true American. I hero. drive it around. You drive around the hamster wheel. I drive it on the back of I my flat. I wonder what the experience would be like of just... F-250 double wide, Texas j- Ranch Edition. Of you going to work in a hamster wheel. I know, like, sometimes I wonder what things are really illegal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's a lot of laws, but then you're like, but... Like, have you seen those guys, like, on the internet? Uh, there's a lot of them on TikTok. They'll, like, go to supermarkets uh-huh. and just, like, climb on top of the freezer section. Uh-huh. And the staff is like, you need to get down. And then he's just like, oh, I, I, I didn't know. I was just up here. I was just up here. And you're just... And it makes you think, like, wait. Like, nobody actually ever said... Right, you, you can't... You can't do that. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. Like, what is it? What is an illegal? We gotta get your brother back on here. Yeah, we need to clearly define the. Like, I just want to know what's not technically illegal. Right, that gray area of the law. And I love the people who do that. I don't necessarily want to be the guy who does it, but I like the people who do it. Right, the pioneers of law. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't, nobody said mm-hmm. you can't grill smash burgers. In the stall, in Target, like in a Target bathroom, like nobody said you can't grill in there. Yeah, but the what law? Starting a fire indoors. Griddle, electric griddle. Electric. Oh, right. See. Insta- okay. Now immediately the immediately. legality has yeah. smeared. It's all over the floor. Yeah. Imagine you you pull up to Target and you're gonna do your business and a guy is just there like, hey, you want a smash burger? Right. Like, what do you? I, I guess if you're a Karen, what's the what's a male Karen? Oh gosh, I hope <laughs> a liberal, <laughs> <laughs> any liberal. So <laughs> I know, like either you have too many piercings and you call security, right? Or like you take the smash burger. Yeah, I would take the smash like, burger. Yeah, give me one extra yeah. cheese. I'm hungry. Like I want cheese on both patties. Yes. You know? You, and there better be grill like animal a style. Grilled onions. Yes. Mustard. A cheeseburger and a hamburger are two vastly different experiences. Mm-hmm. You need the cheese. Mm-hmm. If you don't put cheese on a hamburger, that should be illegal. I that's a red flag for yeah. sure. Like those restaurants who only sell hamburgers and you have to pay extra to get cheese on it. When you have to pay extra for cheese, you know the people back there are scummy. They are absolute scumbags. Just put cheese just on it. Just put cheese. Man. Or like just leave cheese out. Yeah. Let me put the cheese. But don't charge me a dollar. To put a single slice of Kraft American on there. Any place that adds a dollar per topping is not going to last. A Nazi. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are equivalent. <laughs> Those are equivalent things. Here's <laughs> the joke. What's, what's worse than a Nazi? Two Nazis. What's worse than two Nazis? Charging, charging per topping. Charging a dollar for cheese. What's worse than charging a dollar for cheese? Three Nazis. Um, so it's in that it's in the like 2.5 Nazi area. It's 2.5 Nazis is charging for cheese. 
A Kremlin propagandist has issued the latest nuclear threat against the West regarding the war in Ukraine, warning that the U.S. could be in danger of a Russian missile attack. His name is Igor Krotachenko. Korot, no, sorry. Igor Korotchenko, editor of the newspaper National Defense and a regular guest on the Russia One channel where guests have repeatedly called for strikes against Ukraine's allies. Uh, Russia is being warned and threatened that if we misbehave. So he pretty much talks about how Russia is facing threats all the time. And so we should be careful because Russia is considering launching missile attacks uh, using ICBMs. Um, but it's just mutually assured destruction. I know. So I, uh, it's just like, okay, I guess if you want to be watch obliterated, the, I don't... <laughs> do you want to watch the world burn? Cause, uh, it's like holding a gun that has barrels pointing both ways. Yeah, right. It's like I can't aim at you without blowing myself up. So. Yeah. And we have, enough n- we have enough nukes that... Have you heard the, the conspiracies that there's nukes don't even exist? What? You never heard about that? No. They're, so they... I've heard about this in a few places. One of them is actually on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast, but then there's a, a bunch of other people that have jumped on board. Apparently, with uh, with Nolan's uh, new film out, uh-huh. uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. I don't know why I just freaking blanked. With Oppenheimer coming out, a lot, a lot of people began looking at nukes again. Just right. like even the museum, the Nuclear History Museum, got a bunch of new yeah. foot traffic and all this stuff. But a bunch of people were coming out and saying like. Just like we never went to the moon, we never actually fired nukes. Yeah. Which I'm just like, I mean... Uh, do you want to talk to Japan about this? Or, yeah. Uh, I don't know. One of the videos that I saw though, that really blew my mind on this topic, I'm not bought into it, but mm-hmm. one of the videos that blew my mind was, you know, in school, did, did you learn about nukes in school? Do you oh, remember, yeah. like, learning about them? Yeah. And you know how they would show the footage from the test site mm-hmm. where they had the fake town built? Yeah. And so there's, like, these cameras that are pointing at these buildings, and you watch the building, like, start to smolder, and then just go, poof, like, it just blows, mm-hmm. and then it, like, sucks back again. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those videos, two things, is they were, like, first of all, this was, like, really close to the bomb. Mm-hmm. So how is the camera fine? Yeah. Not only was the camera fine, but the footage was fine. Yeah. And then, the, right. and then the second thing that like made me scratch my head. I'm not again. Mm-hmm. I'm not bought into this. But the thing that made me scratch my head is that the the footage is of the house, mm-hmm. and you see the the light, and then you see the initial like the the roof start to smolder, mm-hmm. and then when it goes boom, a car appears behind the house. Oh. But there's not a car. Yeah. At the beginning. Like, as the house is about to explode, there's no car. And then when it finally goes, then there's a car suddenly. So it's been dramatized, dramatized. Uh, It seems like it. It seems like. So I think what they might have done, because somebody was like, oh, it's like sped up. Yeah. But it was like, but it was. Yeah. Smoldering. So I don't know. Sped up or. I mean, my my dad has some, I forget what it's called, like trinitium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from the site. Yeah, the glass that yeah. was produced from the... Yeah, I mean, I think... I, I, I don't believe that we've never... I, I don't think that the nukes were faked. I do think we've never... I don't think we've ever been to the moon, though. Mm. I, I'm subscribed to that. That's fair. I just... Because of the fact that all of those people at NASA are like, yeah, we just don't have that technology anymore. I'm just like... Excuse me? 
Um, I think you do, or you never did. I. It's not one or the other. They're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we had it, and now we just don't have it. There's no way you like scrap all of that work. Maybe they're planning something on the moon. Maybe there's a secret planning center on top of the moon that discusses Dogecoin and the future of probably. Dogecoin. Yeah. And bi- maybe that's where Bitcoin originated from was the moon. That's probably where uh what is his name? Satoshi Satoshi Nakamoto, the supposed founder of Bitcoin. That's where he's at. He's just up there managing all the Bitcoin. That's why Elon wants to get to Mars, because he wants to build his own. He's like, he wants to build one. his own empire like they have on the moon. Exactly. There's a moon empire. Yeah, so they probably, ha- I mean, they probably got Litecoin on the moon. Yeah, and yeah. And Elon wants to, make, wants to take Dogecoin to the moon. To that's Mars, why yeah. they call it, to. Th- that's why they always say to the moon. To the moon. Because oh. we've never really been there. <laughs> They're trying to get there with with Dogecoin. crypto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dogecoin will finally take us to the moon. You think the uh, you think the moon is just a projection? <laughs> it's not how projections work. I think it's just <laughs> no. I just I one of my favorite things is uh, you know how they're like, oh yeah, the moon only reflects the light of the sun. Yeah. It doesn't have any of its own light. Uh-huh. But what always makes me curious about that, and I, if anybody listens to this, and if I, I know I could probably get totally thrashed for saying this, but I just think it's fun to think about. Like the other day, for example, this has been happening recently because of the season, uh-huh. where the sun and the moon mm-hmm. are both completely visible in the sky at the same time. Yeah. But like, they're close. They're like, you could look, over here, there's the sun, and then you look over there, and there's the moon. Uh-huh. And I already know people would be like, well, the f- sun is farther away, mm-hmm. and so it's shining. And then, but but my problem with that is, even when the sun and the moon are like on opposite uh-huh. sides of the planet, mm-hmm. the moon can have like a crescent shape. Mm-hmm. And when they're in the sky at the same time, it can also have a crescent shape. Yeah. So it just no matter what position it is in, it could... I mean, I, I think some science is just that whoever was faking it didn't think it through enough. So then they just <laughs> kind of make it up as they go. <laughs> they just BS it. They just make it up. They're like, um, uh, when light hits raindrops, it makes colors. Rainbow. So rainbow. And then you see them. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I was up on a plane and it was a full circle. Well, you, you know, because the because the curve of the. <laughs> and light hits the ap- atmosphere, the atmosphere, right? Because there's an atmosphere. Is there an atmosphere? There's I still an atmosphere. <laughs> and and Pluto, since it's not a planet anymore, f- fucking, um, <laughs> is in retrograde. And that's why you're assassinate wa- this kid. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Service. He's asking too many. He's asking questions. too many questions. <laughs> He's asking too many questions. <laughs> oh my gosh. The people that are unironically like into like Mercury is in retrograde. I oh gosh, mm. I guess everybody needs something to like. Yeah, think about. I don't know. If you got nothing going on, you need something to be going on if outside. You're, of you. If you're listening to this podcast and you're into the Mercury being in retrograde, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, stick around. But yeah, what but you, like, what? Just come talk to us. Come yeah, talk to us. But help me understand the gravitational. I still don't really know what that means. 
something being in retrograde. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Or the people that are really into. So I worked at Top Golf. Yeah. And when I worked at Top Golf, one of the other servers there was like really into the astrology thing. Yum. Like, I'm pretty sure she was slightly into witchcraft. Um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. It's well, but in somewhere she would, she would quote unquote read people's charts. Oh God! Don't at, even start. No, at, go for it. At like astrology festivals, you can go to like fortune tellers or mystics or whatever. Yes, and you can pay them to have them read your charts, and based on the time, place, and all of these things that you were born, that establishes personality traits about you. But the thing about humans is, we'd like to think that we are super unique, and don't get me wrong, we are. However, comma. <laughs> comma <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have the same shared experience of human suffering and that suffering takes on different forms and creates we have the same basic needs as humans and if we don't get those needs met it produces certain reactions and certain psychological phenomenon and blah blah like that's not a unique factor to you like, you having daddy issues <laughs> doesn't make you super unique in the world. Like, get in line with all the other people Look, who Look, if daddy. your dad left, that doesn't mean that Rose Quartz is going to get you a job. Right. Precisely. And it doesn't mean that Obsidian is going to make it easier for you to clean your kitchen. Precisely. It's just... I, I just... If you're, if you're those people, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like, I just don't get it. Come on the podcast. Come on the bring your Bring your rocks with you. Please. Here's what I think is interesting on this topic. Yes. The Bible says right. that like, if we don't praise God, mm-hmm. that the rocks Which is a crazy statement. will cry out, right? Yes. So let's think about this. I think this is interesting. Yeah. So, so it, it, cl- it says that the rocks will like cry out for the presence of God. Right. So then that means that they're like all of creation, all of like all of the earth, everything that exists, yeah, like has some sort of like has a cry. Correct. So I think it's interesting that like people there are people who worship God and then there are people that worship the rocks. Right. And they're like, oh yeah, there's energy coming from these rocks. Yeah. But it's like the energy that's coming from the rocks is the desperate cry of the earth that you would just freaking worship God already. Mm. So all the power that you're feeling from the rocks that you're holding is really the rocks just weeping over the fact that you won't put your eyes to the sky. Sheesh. Mic drop. Mm. End of sermon. <laughs> so if the organ player will come <laughs> up For some reason we still have an organ here We're just, we're just going to have the pro team come up We still have an organ because uh, Greta only knows how to play the organ She's been at this church for like 60 years mm. So we we got to still have an organ player But on that note <laughs> <laughs> Taking it there So In Viking times Oh yeah The only king worth following is the strongest king Right yeah And if you don't follow the strongest king, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. So you will always switch to serve the strongest king. And the king gets to, s- gets to decide who he sends to battle, who gets to live, basically who gets to live and who gets to die mm-hmm. because he sends people to battle. So by Viking logic, the only king 
that we should be following is the Lord because he's the strongest king. And he's never lost a battle. And if the two guarantees in this life are taxes and death. (laughs) 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 And. Oh, boy. The Lord conquered death. He's the strongest king because. Can you just conquer taxes already? Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ. (laughs) He says, pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. The rocks are crying out the one. I still got a (laughs) freaking. Pay $5 for gas. Yeah, even Jesus paid taxes. He said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Which, uh, I don't know. God. I know. Can you just come on a horse already? Can he, can he, he can conquer death, but he can't conquer taxes. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, my God. You're going to get canceled by a whole different I'm going to get canceled by the church, though. Let's just see how many groups we could get canceled by. Yes. Oh, I was saying today uh, in the car, I was saying how funny it would be if we had flyers for our podcast. Yeah. But for every group. Oh. Like, we could go to any event. Yeah. Like, there was the gun the gun yeah, thing yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you go there and you hand out flyers that say, like, Docs and Crocs, conservative right-wing freedom yeah. cast. Yeah. And you hand them out. But then you go to, like... UNM. You go to UNM and you hand out flyers that say like, my rocks, my choice. (laughs) (laughs) The problem with that is as soon as they listen to an episode, they're going to be like, these guys are just filthy liars. Exactly. And then they (laughs) complain and bitch and moan about it. And then people are like, who's that? That's fair. Or you go to like the workers union and you say like, stand with the people. (laughs) And then you hand out your flyers. (laughs) Fair pay pay for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Osha <laughs> I should get a 15 minute break For every 6 hours at work <laughs> We're so screwed <laughs> We're so screwed If there's a people group that we can offend We have offended them Hey I used to do uh, When I was working for the for the photo and video thing, mm-hmm. we did uh, we did all of the uh, like video and stuff for the local workers union. Mm. So, so whatever. We're still screwed. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I remember we got kicked off one time because apparently they don't they don't like when they don't like union people coming around the like on the construction sites and stuff. Yeah, like, I didn't realize that like big big construction things that you see like the hospital, mm-hmm. they all they're still employing like. Fringe, like any workers they can get. Oh, really? Yeah. So the unions will actually go to those big sites. Yeah. And like put on their own hard hats and vests and go on and try to convince all those guys to join the union. Oh, wow. So that they can have all like the benefits of the union. The only problem is, which I finally realized this, once you join the union, all of your, you pay Mm -hmm. to be part of the union. Yes. And all of that money goes to one political ideology yeah and that's like the so it's like yeah we'll take care of you we'll make sure that you're always getting paid right we'll make sure that you have like mm-hmm. safe blah 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 but everything else that we believe you also have to like you're gonna pay into and stand for so. yeah that's where it sounds like it's kind of like the mob yeah that's the mob wait a second <laughs> i don't I didn't mean to grab your thigh wait a second <laughs> Every time I come to an epiphany, I just feel you up. Wait, hey. I, I, I thought that was the pillow. Um, 
That's the mob. They show up to your business. <laughs> yes. And then they're like, <laughs> you pay for our protection. It would suck if your uh, business exploded, eh? <laughs> It'd be nice if someone was here to protect you, make sure that your uh, business isn't going to blow up. So you're going to pay me and back me <laughs> up in anything I say and do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure that uh, you don't die while you're working on this uh, construction site here. <laughs> your ice cream parlor is going to give me $500 a week. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blow you head off. And if you don't pay me, I'm going to break your kneecaps. Exactly. That's... Allegedly, I'm going to break your kneecaps. That's the left. They've ju- they've just evolved into a new mob mafia. Yeah, they stopped carrying Tommy guns and started dyeing their hair. Oh, my Holy ship. Wow. It's like when we're... All those nights we played werewolf at the church. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They traded... Pinstripe suits for men in crop tops. Mm-hmm. The men took off their top hats and put on skirts. Wow. They traded their. This is this is the pop culture that you need to hear. This about. This is what you need. This is what you need to hear about. It's a good. It's a good. It is what you need to hear about. <laughs> it's what you need to hear about. Hey, listen, speaking of, um, listen, I tell you what. If you ain't hearing about the left mafia. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was gonna say, speaking of pop culture, two weeks ago was the big showcase, the big film showcase. Yes, and that was a blast. I want to say thanks to anybody who was there. If you're listening to this, we love you. We had 160 of the 200 seats sold, Sheesh. and uh, big Q and A. And uh, there were a lot of people there that I didn't, I didn't, you know, I expected to see people we knew, but there were so many people that I didn't know, and it was a great time. Shout out to Flicks Brewhouse for hosting that, and. It was packed. Being big uh, supporters. Of John asked the first question. Good old Crocs. You know. With the first question of the q I had to use the skills that I have developed here on the podcast. And I had to put them to use. Because Ryan came up to me and he was like, listen, okay, there's going to be a Q&A. I need you to make it not gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which it was funny because I thought like if I thought like maybe... At first, I didn't expect there to be that many people. Right. I didn't know that many people would really like show yeah. their support, and I, it was really great. And so, and then I thought, well, if there's not that many people, people might be shy to ask questions. Right. So if they don't, just like maybe have a question, you know. Yeah. But then you ended up being the first of like a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and it, and it was actually really good. And your question was really good, and and uh, it was funny. You didn't get to hear this. But as soon as you, as soon as they were like opened up the Q and A, and you were the first one with the mic, and you were like, "This question is for Ryan," uh, I think it was either Evelyn or Caitlin went. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Darn toot! I was like, "Wait, why?" <laughs> I thought the first question would be for Matthew or whatever. The, the whole studio, and shout out to the whole Los Matates Studios. You guys. Shout. Out. You guys did a ton of amazing work putting that little um, show showcase that night. It was fantastic. Very well done. I mean, all the films obviously had a ton of work and effort and planning. And, and it just turned out really, really well. The crowd's response was amazing. And I think that's what made it more fun is that it wasn't just that we were having a good time yes, and other people were there yeah. to support. Is that everybody seemed like they were really having a good time. Like the response was really, really incredible. Yeah. Um, shout out to AJ. Yes. And um, oh wait, 
Oh, I can't forget his name. I can't forget his name. I didn't forget it. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Yeah. Because if I don't, if I don't get his name, and unfortunately I was late to it, but the films I did see were moi. Kyle. Kyle. Wait, how late were you? Um, I got there as one was ending, and I think Kairos was starting. Oh, sick. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Kyle. AJ and Kyle. Uh, they've been listening to the podcast. Oh. And they are, uh, they're thinking of starting up their own podcast. Yes. And uh, said that, AJ said he already has us like on the schedule to like, come as guests. Yo. And so we're going to be, I told him he's got to come out as soon as he's got time. Yes. Um, but maybe we could have them both on. We could have a four-person powwow. Holy moly. Yeah, we could have a bunch of uh, old a fashions. New Shout out to those guys for giving me the best double old fashion of my life on that night. Like I walked in, they were like, hey, you want a drink? It's on us. And they delivered up a double old-fashioned in my seat. And so by the time I got up to the stage for the Q&A... I could tell you were a little buzzed. I w it was perfect. It was perfect. Like, I felt exactly how I would want to feel. Yeah. Like, I got up. Stylish. I was halfway through the old-fashioned. Yeah. Got up on that stool. Everybody was a little bit wavy. I was yeah. like, this is so great. <laughs> Woo! Right Woo! Having a great time! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! So. Have, we, have we talked about woo girls on the podcast? No, we've talked about crazy eyes we've and crazy, crazy giggles. Crazy giggles. Woo girls. That's also what you have to look out for. I have a friend. Mm -hmm. If she's listening to the podcast, I'm sorry to put you on blast like this, but you know exactly who you are. <laughs> I love that. And we go to any party that I went with. So we went to Lobo Village for a party. And Oof, Lobo Village. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just parties galore. It's ridiculous. Um she she was getting over a breakup. She's like, let's go party. And as soon as uh, we know she's gonna get anyway. So we go there and uh, you know, I'm playing beer pong, I'm having a good time. I'm lights out because I'm a dog and I got that dog in me. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you thank you for that an hour later she comes up to me she's like woo Charlie do you oh, want a no. jello shot oh dude? no so just those girls who like any party are just like let's go get some shots it's the girls that like don't have a personality until they've had a drink <laughs> like otherwise they're very flat just like uh -huh. this i feel like the woo girls They're are the crazy giggle girls but like the crazy giggle usually comes after things that don't deserve a giggle yeah the crazy giggle again it comes after things that aren't funny <laughs> 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 nothing deserves the giggle and and they just do the crazy giggle like oh i feel like like for example the crazy giggle girl i have in my brain i was like I feel like you're the type of girl that would key someone's car. She's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I just, all okay. of the woos that I've ever seen. And I usually see it on Instagram because I'm not oh, yes, I don't yes, party. Yes, yes, you know yes, what I mean? Right. But like I know people that like in person are just like, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like there's never quirky. there's not like a whole lot going on. They're definitely and then quirky. They're, and then they post like videos and they're like at things and they're like, whoa, Woo! we're just out here. 
we're just out here. And it's like, where? Where are you? <laughs> where are you? Everyone's been calling. Where are you? We're just out here. Yo, out where? The you don't even have a car. They're the type of girls who don't charge their phone like before they go out. Or like who, who have 20% on their phone and they're about to go to like a night out. and don't They use their last it. 5% to post a Snapchat. Woo! Exactly. And then you never hear from them again. Yeah. That's just how it goes. And I'm sorry to put you guys on blast, but am I <laughs> again, this is a comedy podcast. That's what we are. That's what we are. It's all for entertainment purposes. Yes. The only time that I ever, this is how I know that Lobo Village is wild because yes. I didn't go to college. I was right. not like a big party person, but when I was still single and just like a little bit younger and hanging out with my friends and just like I'd get in anybody's car and just drive around. Yeah. I had this one friend who had a roommate that would party at like in Lobo Village. I see. And I remember we drove down there one night and it was something about a key. We we're trying to get a key from somebody for something else. And like we pull up and the, like every it felt like every fourth house had stuff going on. Oh yeah. And the house that we pull up to, a girl just came running out into the street in a t-shirt and underwear. And I'm like, you're in New Mexico. Yeah. A coyote is going to come and remove your buttocks from you. <laughs> the buttocks. What are you doing? Like, I just couldn't, yeah. like, barefoot asphalt. <laughs> she put the ass in asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking like a real ass on this asphalt right now. I just couldn't. I don't know. And, like, and I was already, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, how old was I? I was probably... 20 i don't know but like mm -hmm. i just was never i did some dumb things in my day like I, I had like dumb seasons of life right but i feel like some people there's just levels of dumb oh i would love to discuss this there's levels, levels of, of dumb there's levels of stupid and like i i was on the level of dumb that was like I'm going to not get enough sleep. Yeah. I'm going to vape all day with my friends. Yeah. Not like I'm going to shirk my responsibilities, mm -hmm. not pay my utilities. Naturally. Like if you look back at my dumb days, it was me and my friends. There was this apartment that I would always go hang out in. I was never home. I would never go home. Yeah. I literally lived at this guy's apartment with him and his, all his buddies. And we had a vape crew. We used to have a vape crew. Wow. You're so cool. And, um, we all had nicknames. No shot. Related no. to vaping. No shot, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not joking. And um I one hey, somebody called me a vape god once. I, I got pretty good. Wow. I was very good. I could make clouds like nobody's business. Jeez. So anyway, we would like sit on his couch. We'd have a there was a coffee table. Mm -hmm. And all of us had the, the mods where you could like build the coils. Yes. Instead of like the pre-made coils, we would buy wire and cotton and we would make coils. Whoa. And I got really good at it because I'm a detail guy. Whoa. So my nickname was Coil. <sighs> I know. That's so a rough that's one. what they would call me. Oh, no. Like, and... Uh, I what? dropped a half of a toothpick back there. Hold on. Well, don't don't make a mess. Well, I'm not. I, I want to clean it up. tip over the... TV or the old-fashioned. Okay. Anyway, so like that was me being dumb. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, we yeah. just sit there all day. Yo, coil. Let me see that fat cloud. Yo, coil. Make me another coil. Make me. <laughs> 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 and um, one guy's name was Wick. 
because like he was really good at like wicking people's coils. That's <laughs> anyway. This is the lamest. I, crew I know. I've like, heard this is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? We had an Instagram. The Instagram still exists. No shots. The Instagram still exists. I don't know that I'd be able to find it right away, or if you'd be able to find it. Um, we might be able to. We'll find it. Anyway, so we used to hang out, and like we would find the person, the person who had like the most nick in their juice, like the most nicotine. Mm-hmm. We would get like the highest nicotine, and we would put it in the mod, take the biggest rip that we could, throw our heads back, and then see how long, and then you, you, and then you'd stand up. Oh. So you take the biggest rip of of the highest nicotine level you could. You'd throw your head back and stand up, and try not to pass out. <laughs> so there's that dumb you know what i mean like that's a level of dumb <laughs> indeed oh and then we also tried to start a bible study <laughs> around vaping <laughs> so we were super cool i imagine um so like that's a level of dumb and then there's like the what's well, okay Let's. So, where, so, we got to create a scale. Yes, we do. I'm. I'm glad you brought this up, Brian. I haven't. I. I feel like I should have given more it. thought to this. You found it. Oh this my. This is our old Instagram. Oh my god. This was the Vape Crew Instagram. Do, so this photo. That's yeah. my mod right there. Wow. This is a. Um. This is a juice that we called Giant's Blood. Okay. Um. Because it was pink and it tasted. So there's the there's the table in the background. Do you yeah. see the table? And it, the table was always covered in coils, cotton, batteries. Wow. All the time. Look, here's the here's the crew. Here's the crew. Oh, <laughs> my goodness gracious. When family gets together, uh, bro. 26 <laughs> likes, 25 likes. Which one is me? Can you tell? Hold on. Can you, can you tell which hand is me? Oh. You got to guess. Which mod is me? Like, look at those mods. Which one of those would be would be your boy? I really hope you get this. I'm leaning leaning to far right. I'm leaning. I'm leaning that way. Don't you know my hands? <laughs> no, I don't know your hands. <laughs> I just grabbed your thigh like five minutes ago. <laughs> That's me right there. Oh. See, it's, got, it's all sticker bombed. I like sticker bombed my oh, mod. Wow. Anyway, this is our crew. Oh, that, and then I got a new mod. This one had like LEDs on it. Oh my! It kind of looks like the the drag mini that I have over there. But yeah, we put like <laughs> happy holidays. Wow, wow! These are the boys. Oh my gosh! Making this cyclones is so and cool. is this the cringiest thing ever? This is awful. I used to have I used to get custom juices made. Oh, it's like this was a custom juice that I got made over at Breaking Vapor. I don't even think they're open anymore. So levels of dumb. <laughs> that's that's a level of dumb, that's for sure. We are a Christian vape group. This was at Bibles Plus. Oh I took this at Bibles Plus. Christian bookstore. Oh. So there's like So everyone has dumb moments. Right? Yeah. Yep. We're going to call this Oh gosh. We're going to call this blonde dumb moments. Everyone has bl- blonde dumb moments where you just like you're just a little stupid, okay? You mispronounce a name, 
you replace a word with another word, you slip up, you make a mistake, you make a wrong turn, you miss your exit, you miss a turn. Anyway, you hit the curb. You have everyone has little moments. Don't don't give me that. Sorry, I just I like I, you said hit the curb, and I was like, ah. Um, everyone has these moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Now, now past that level of dumb, we have stupid, right? Okay. This is like when the answer is obvious and you give no, 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 that's 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 a couple levels down. Hold on. It's deep stuff we're can we're figuring out here. So this is for you, the listener. The the next one, the next level of dumb is intentionally making poor choices. Okay. So intentionally making decisions that will actively hurt you. So where on the scale is that is that where we get like the people that just like go to parties? Yes. Walk around outside in their underwear. Uh, I would say that's level three dumb. Okay, okay. We're yeah, on level yeah, yeah. two? We're on level two dumb. Level two is just intentional dumb decisions. To what To what extent? Like, hey, I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to get trash with my buddies. That's stupid. Is it fun? Absolutely. Is it a little stupid? Yes. I see, I see. So after that, level three dumb is where in making these intentional decisions to be stupid, you are extra dumb. You're getting into self-destruction. Exactly. I'm just going to destroy myself because who cares? Right. This is like getting blackout drunk in an area where you don't know anyone and then mm. waking up in a random... Something. Going to Burning Man with your phone at 10%. Yes. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I've never been to a rave. I can't talk about I have no experience with Going that. to a rave, not taking, dropping uh, acid, not having a binky or a gallon of orange juice. Exactly. Yeah. That's like being extra dumb while you're being dumb. Because you can be smart while you're being dumb. I, I made that, I, that reference because when I was in like freshman year of high school, like fresh into freshman year of high school. So you're like, what, 15? 14 years old not yeah, even 14 15 like 14 years old there were kids that would walk around this is when i lived in gallup new mexico so yes. i was i was one of three white kids in the school wow and there were kids who would walk around with these little backpacks with little jugs of orange juice and what? binkies attached to them what and so one day i finally was like can somebody explain to me what the orange juice and the binkies is about? And they were like, well, yeah, because when you go to a rave, you have to, you if you're taking, uh, if you're dropping acid, you have the binkies so that you don't grind your teeth. And the orange juice is to help your immune system, help you get enough vitamin C. I'm like, you're 14. That's level four, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to a rave. Like, what rave are you going to? Exactly. But uh, okay, so level three dumb is making dumb decisions while making dumb decisions. Mm. So, like, hey, I'm drunk and I'm gonna go with this random crew that I've never met before to an undisclosed location, and that's just stupid. Yeah, that's level three dumb. Level four dumb is when the answer is really obvious and you still make the wrong choice or you get the wrong answer. Where are the rock worshippers? If you yeah. decide what you're going to do today based on whether or not Venus is in retrograde, what level are you on the scale? Oh, frick. 
So let me let me finish level four and okay, we'll, okay, we'll, okay. We'll, get, we'll get we'll get back to this because that's yeah, a yeah. great question. Okay, okay, I love that you brought this up. Yeah, I just really yeah, yeah, I was yeah. doing a lot of research yeah, and I wanted yeah, to make exactly. sure I came prepared. So level four, dumb you 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 get the worst wrong answer out of a simple question. You, I don't. For example, when I'm tutoring, oh dear, <laughs> <laughs> loses his job. I know. That, that, that's why I'm hesitant. And I seemingly ask a question that I think is pretty simple. Mm. And they just get the wrong answer. Like, a really, really wrong answer. Like, I have no idea how they got that answer wrong. Like, Johnny of. has three cookies. He gives two of them away to a homeless man. How many cookies does he have left? And they're like, he has six cantaloupes. Yes. Exactly. And that's like, level four. Okay. You're, yeah. you're somewhere else. You're not here. You're right. Exactly. So, back to back to the incredible question of worshiping rocks and where does that rank? So, like you're a white girl who yeah. dreads her hair. Ooh, level three. Walks around with henna tattoos. Level three. Has a septum piercing and regular nose piercings in both nostrils. Is she liberal? Wears different stones depending on the. D- Obviously, she's liberal. What do, level you, what, do you mean? what do you mean? Level four. <laughs> <laughs> level four. <laughs> level four. Has posters of Mitch McConnell on her wall. Cause okay, here's the thing about this girl, right? Mm. She has all of these things, but she you know she has a toxic ex she goes back to. Yeah, her parents have a lot of money which affords her to be this way in the first right. place. Right. So she's making dumb decisions, and while she's making dumb decisions, she's making even worse decisions of texting this toxic ex. <laughs> and then going back to the toxic ex, she does something even worse, right, that makes it worse off. Uh-huh. And she's a liberal, so, like, that's just, like, triple whammy. Yeah. I, I've i been giving liberals quite a bit of crap on this podcast. Yeah, you're in uh, you're in trouble. Yeah, I am in trouble. But, you know, the Republicans are a bunch of meatheads right now as well. So, but, I mean, <laughs> with the latest decisions here in New Mexico, I just have extra little ish against liberals this week. Oh. So. I have I have ish with everybody. Yeah. Kind of going back to the, I, I'm not a huge fan of just people in general. Like, if I don't have to talk to you, I probably won't. In, like, in general. You know, it just saves a lot of effort on both of our parts. Like, if I don't have to converse with you, it just makes my life easier. You know? Like yeah, sorry, I was trying to find the example of the girl. Yeah. I can find it. I think, um, just on this topic, there's only one group of people mm-hmm. that I am racist towards. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. And it's... It's just other white people. <laughs> <laughs> like the people that I call out the most, uh-huh. like the p- people that I like s- say rude things. Like I'll, I'm white. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the color white. Yes. But my family is Jewish. I'm Italian. Syrian. Damas, like Damascene. Yeah. Italian. Yeah, Irish. Yeah. Anyway. So pretty much half, most of my blood is immigrant blood, actually. Mm-hmm. So I say this with a grain of salt. But I find myself often saying, like, oh, these white people. <laughs> That's so white. <laughs> That's such a white thing to do. 
<laughs> I don't blame you for because that. Because there's like white guys. Like I'm yeah. a white guy. Yeah. But then there's like white people. Yeah, you're right. Who just are white. Like I call. It's funny because I will call not white people. Like that. You're just being so white. Like Yeah. So for example, <laughs> if a white person says, oh, you have to eat this dish. This person is a really good chef. And all the person did was season it properly with salt and pepper. Oh yeah, this is kind of this is a little bit spicy. Right, right. exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's some white people stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that very positive. If you were not offended during this podcast, make sure to leave a comment so that we can get to you next time. Yes. If we didn't get to you, please shout us out so that we can make sure to include you. This was you. the offensive podcast. Yeah, this is the offense cast brought the to you by cast. Hamster Wheels. Hamster Wheels. And I ran. I ran. Get it? I ran. Levels of stupid. I ran on my hamster wheel. Oh. oh. What level of stupid is hamster wheel guy? Uh, intentionally make level three. Level three. We love you so much. Thank you for uh, thank you for listening. Shout out to our fans. Uh, follow us everywhere. Join the Patreon. Don't be offended. Have a laugh. Yeah. Have a drink. If you're offended, I'm sorry, man. But. but also, don't take things Not so sorry. seriously. <laughs> we love you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Next week.